It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Love, dating, romance, and relationships. Hello, our French romantic, Simon. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Comment ça va? How I'm, are you? I'm very well. Are you eating a Kit Kat right now, no, Simon? No, I'm not. Are you sure? Tell. Did you just eat a Kit Kat? I did before I, the show. Well, I can smell it. I can smell the chocolate on your breath. Actually, <laughs> it's a white Kit Kat I recommend. Oh, very nice. And oh. I do eat Kit Kats before the show. Yes, you do. Yeah. Um, I am strictly vegan. I don't drink. I don't do anything bad. So I don't do any of those things. I don't eat chocolate. But you stick my Kit Kats, though. So let's be honest. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Simon, listen, I want to hear people's advice tonight or questions that they need advice for love, dating, romance, relationships. We're also in the holiday season right Mm -hmm. now. And there's been so many um, questions regarding that, too. So if you have a question for us tonight, we would love to be here for you. Help you out if we can. 855-905-8255. Our phone lines are open. I see we have people on hold already. Also, if you want to send us an email, Simon and Angie. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of emails there, too. And that's also our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, also Simon and Angie. So, Simon, when we come back, mm-hmm. let's hit the phones first. Open it up right away. Yes. Off the bat. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Happy Tuesday, Simon. Uh, let's go to the phones. People yes. people need advice on mm-hmm. love, dating, romance, and relationships. 855-905-8255. Let's pick up uh, Harry listening in Hewitt, Texas. Harry and Hewitt on Mix mm. 104.7. Hi, Harry. Bonjour. How y'all doing? Good. Uh, How are you? I'm okay. Um... I guess I got a little bit of a question about, uh, well, dating around the holidays. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm I'm 31, single, and uh, I feel like there's some pressure around the holidays to, you know, bring a date to work parties and Thanksgiving and, I mean, you know, just everything around coming up and everything. Yeah. I, I just feel like everyone's so busy. I, I don't know how to even ask someone out. <laughs> So you want to take somebody to, let's say, the holiday party, the Christmas party, whatever it is, and you you don't know how to ask them out. Do you have, um, uh, are you into women or men? I'm sorry to ask. Uh, women. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so no, no, I don't want to assume problem. anything. So do you have no. <laughs> any single females that you're interested in right now that you'd like to ask out? Or are you just talking about um, jumping off the boat and trying to find people to date right now? Um, well, I mean, I, I, both. Yes, uh, there's there's one specifically uh, that uh, it's this girl I met I met her on Halloween actually and mm-hmm. uh, well I've, we've kind of been texting a little bit back and forth but she's very busy because she's a bartender and a, a trainer so her days and nights are full right right <laughs> yeah so do you so have a holiday it, party coming up in the next week or two that you are thinking about asking her to? I was hoping, but I wasn't sure because I, I, I don't know if it's the right time because I feel pressure to bring someone to the holiday party, but because we haven't been dating, I don't know if it's the right time to bring oh, someone so into a whole come work on, environment. on, Harry. Why the trepidation? Simon, please take it away. What should you do? Uh, uh, Harry, uh, the, the, the fear, which I understand, is, is rejection. Is that I can if, hear it. I can if, hear it in if, your voice, right? You ask, <laughs> what's, what's the name of this girl who was a trainer and a bartender? What's her first name? Uh, Chelsea. 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 So if you go to Chelsea, I think your hesitation is not about she's so busy or this or that. It's about whether she likes you or not and want to hang out with you, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Of course. And that's for everybody. And so, I mean, yeah. that's and the I've fear been... of asking anyone out, like that they say no. And so oh. uh, the only way to know if she's into you a little bit or not is to uh, ask her something like, uh, do you like that type of movie or there's a concert or anything? Don't worry about the schedule right now. All we need to know if you know if she likes that type of music, if there is a whether it's jazz or, or hip-hop, whatever. Jazz. But I like jazz. But and all I'm, that jazz. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Harry, all you got to do is invite her out to do something. And it, could, okay. it doesn't have to be a big plan. Something Before, before the big holiday parties or yes, something like that. before. I would say like a one-off date, like Simon is saying. Something easy. Something easy. Mm -hmm. I'd love to. I mean, it like, could be there's a great movie that's just coming up. Find any reason practical for a small plan to get together. She says yes, you'll ask for a number. Mm -hmm. And if she says no, I don't want to do that, it's not a good sign. You wait a little bit and then we'll we'll go back at it in, you know in a few weeks. I like the idea of that, Simon, because I think if you go straight up to Chelsea and be like, Hey, I have a, a company holiday party in two weeks, would you wouldn't come with me? It sounds like a lot of pressure to meet a whole bunch of people that she might not be ready to be in because she doesn't really even know you. Yes. So I would totally do what Simon said. Hey, like, you know what the new so-and-so movie is out this weekend? Are you down? Tell me when you're free. I would start light and fluffy. Yeah. And then you can measure on that first date whether or not you think she's interested and ask for a second. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's good. That's great. Um, yeah. Have you, have you been to the bar where she works before? Um, yeah, that's actually how uh, we, we met. Uh, okay. I got her number that night. So oh, I think okay. Oh, oh right, that's a good news. Okay. Can we put you on yeah. hold for one second? Because I have another follow-up to that. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back with Harry and the bartender <laughs> next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. If you heard uh, Harry before, our last caller, we lost Harry. Man, Harry had to go. Hopefully he had to go and call the bartender that he has such a crush on, wants to ask her out. Mm -hmm. um, he was saying, I want to ask her out, maybe holiday parties and stuff. And Simon, I liked your advice of saying, just ask her out to something first before the heavy, you know, holiday party dates. Yeah. How about a movie? How about a something? Yeah, any, any a good reason. A small little fun plan yeah. that allows the person to say no uh, without any pressure. Yeah. So in case you missed it, before we left Harry, I asked him, hey, have you ever been to the bar where she works? And he said, actually, that's how I got her number. I asked her there. Where that changes a lot of things because I was a bartender at one time. You get hit on all the time. And you don't take numbers or give numbers unless you really actually like somebody. Because this is my place of work now. So if I give you my number, I like you. No question. He's got her number. So why aren't you texting her? Why aren't you going back with your friends and grabbing a drink and saying, hey, because, or something? Because, Angie, there is in all of us this fear of rejection, number on a number. Uh, until we Rejection know on text? Yeah, yeah, like, because it's maybe, I mean, obviously, you know, we lost him. But uh, Harry had anxiety yeah. to take a chance to ask her out. Right. The number was one step. Now he has to actually ask her out and text her. But I think we convinced him to take a dare. Take a dare. I mean, he's nervous. Like, you can hear it in his voice, yeah, right? Yeah, he was nervous. I mean, you were nervous enough to not stay on the phone with us. So get the, the muscles. You have the number. All you need to do is one quick, hey, I want to go see this movie this weekend on text. Do you want to come with me? That's it. That's it. And that, go from there. And go from there. She, she open says, the door. yes, right? love is uh, coming. It's coming. I feel it for you, Harry. We both feel it for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, we do. All right, good luck to you. Let us know how it goes with Chelsea the bartender. All right, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back.
Thanks for listening. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, and relationships. You can email us anytime, simonandangie.com, mm-hmm. or our phone lines are always open, 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Angie Tello, um, American realist. Yes. I want to get to a listener email that came in from Thea. So here's what Thea has to say. By the way, she's listening in Battle Creek, Michigan on Star 105.7. Mm-hmm. Hello, Simon and Angie. Hello, Sia. I'm new to the whole online dating thing. I'm hoping you can help me out with something. Mm-hmm. When a guy sends me a message on a dating app, how long should I wait to respond? I don't want to seem too eager. I also don't want to wait too long where the guy is going to lose some interest. What do you guys think? Simon, what do you think? Oh, listen, so, uh, Thea, I've been frustrated about that same thing about this waiting period for nothing. My yeah. advice as grown-ups is you get the thing, answer the next 30 minutes if you're available. If you're not, you're not. I don't like the game. It drives men crazy. It's the crazy. game. What are we waiting it's for? Not, yeah, exactly. We are those, Thea. So in the next 30 minutes, it's totally cool to answer. Nothing really matters until you meet the person anyway. The only thing that matters is you get to go have coffee or drink and then... It's really the beginning of a feeling about the person. I just f- I feel like people are so hung up on, should I wait one oh day, three God, days? Oh, my God, Angie. That book that rules just screwed everybody up. And oh. if you feel it, like Simon says, if you feel it, do it. Do like, it. just say it because, you know, especially in this day and age where everything is so fast, 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 somebody's moving on to the next, to the next, to the next. Don't lose your opportunity to tell somebody how you feel about them in that moment. It is frustrating. I'm a guy. For okay. all that... that game of waiting for nothing before you answer Well, us. I want to hear more about your frustration, Simon, in this online dating. Um, because I, yeah. I'm i not doing it. I know you've done it. Yeah. And, you know, to go back on Thea. So good luck to her. Good luck to you, Thea. Bonne chance, Thea. And go for it. Yes. Answer. Yes. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous. More on this when we come back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight. Love dating, romance, relationships. Now we're talking about online dating. Yes. Um, Simon, I know you've done some online dating. I just missed yeah. that boat. I got lucky. I got, I got married like right when yeah, it was you all never coming had to out. Do that. Yeah. Not really. I was signing up for Match and then I canceled it because um, I you know, met my husband and started dating him. But our last person was saying, hey, I matched with somebody. How long? Thea was saying, how long before I reach out? Like, go. What are you waiting for? Go. There's 27 other messages in his inbox. Go for it. Absolutely. So I want to know, what is the good thing in the bad do's and don'ts for online dating? We have some here. Mm-hmm. Uh, what makes you look eager or desperate? And Trisha and Adam, our assistant producers, have both taken on this. There's some things that they came up with. Putting too much info on your bio, like writing a whole novel. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, it's like I can't. Fi- if you write that much on your bio, you are never going to stop talking. You're going to be drama, drama. Is that what you're thinking? No, I would think also. That's what I would think. Not drama, but I would think that. There is something wonderful to discover the person face to face or through the communication, not like upfront your whole life. You know, it's such a long, long, long description. Right. We just lose interest. Okay, here's some um, do's and don'ts. Um, a do complete your profile. So sometimes people will just leave half the stuff blank. It's like, what are you hiding? Do you ever feel that way, Simon? Uh, write with positivity, write with passion, and I fill think, it out. Yeah, I think somebody who doesn't answer the, the, the profile questions is not into it. And just, yeah. you know, Can yeah. I tell you the number one thing? If I were looking at a profile that would turn me off what? immediately, like I don't care how hot you are, I don't care how your answers are perfect and match with me. If you have poor grammar and spelling, if you can't spell 
and you have grammatical mistakes, it is the biggest turnoff in the world. Well, you don't care about that. I do care, but I'm, I mean, you know, I'm French, so well, how good is my English? No, but so but I you're don't. Different. I, I, what if you were talking to somebody in French? In French? So yeah, that in, would that would make a big. Uh, but there's some. I think that. Uh, Women, who, for instance, would show too much cleavage or things like this. The photos. Yeah, the photos that are too risque or, for everybody to watch takes away the romantic aspect of it's just for me right. when we get together. So right. I just I just think that the... Smile. Oh, yeah, smile. Don't overexpose yourself. And don't be in a picture with 15 other people and make me try to guess which one you are in this group. Like if you're a girl... And I know, like, oh, my God, girls, and I know, this is the cutest picture of us all ever. But don't make that your profile picture because as a dude, how do you know which one yeah. you're speaking it, to? It's temptation of the devil, by the way, to yeah. say that. And if you're a guy, please do not do the shirtless and sunglasses and flexing. Like, it's not cute. I think that's uh, the guys in their early 20s would do that, right? I, I, yeah, but yeah. they do. But yeah. they do. Um, be yourself authenticity all the time you're gonna find someone who fits the real you if you're being the real you yeah. then you're gonna find someone who likes the real you that's it and then you don't have to like pretend or whatever um so if you're changing your photo not a good thing meaning if you're shaving off 100 pounds if you're you know way photoshopped and the person that shows up is whoa that is not at all and i'm not saying you know that the exterior is everything, but if that's all you have to go off at first, it's a, your first attraction. Like, let's face it, when you see somebody in person, the first thing you see is the way they look. Yeah. So if you're completely changing that mm-hmm. aesthetic for you a photo. you got to be yourself because at the end you're going to be facing you know, either somebody happy or somebody really disappointed. You right. don't want to be the object of, of disappointment. I agree. Let's talk about a couple more things regarding... Online dating, do's and don'ts, yes. anything like that, next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Tonight we're talking about online dating. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon, I know you've done it. Yes. Everybody on this show, except for me, basically, has done it. Um, and <laughs> kind of do's or don'ts. Um, it all came from an email, like, how soon should I write somebody back if we match? Like, write them back. Write him back. Okay. Not maybe within the first five seconds, but, you know, write him back that day, don't you think? At least, yeah. I would yeah. say in the next hour if you can. Don't play games. Okay. Some things I love, um, this comes from Elite Singles. It's all about your attitude. So make sure you write your dating profile. Like, let's just say you're getting it all started. Write it when you're in a good mood. Right. Love attracts love. Happiness attracts happiness. Negativity attracts negativity. What are you putting out there and what do you want to get back? So true. So true. Also, um, don't use too much sexual innuendo. Like everything is about <laughs> something regarding ooh la la. It seems like you only want one thing, right? That's more for Tinder, I believe, right? For Tinder? I, I mean, think that's what's going on do, there. Aren't there people in Tinder that are trying to find love or no? They're just trying to find love tonight? Is that how it usually goes? I mean, I have younger friends, <laughs> you know, they go on Tinder really to get, you know, ooh la la. Okay, so this is, don't tell the white lies. 66% of respondents said they wouldn't even consider a relationship with somebody who embellished on their profile, meaning, hey, I'm, you know, 6'3", and they show up in their 5'7", or whatever it is. Just don't. Just say who you are. Same thing with age, Angie. Yes. Uh, I've had to, you know, sometimes you put a certain age range. Uh, you know, I look for 40 to 50 for me, and then you have 
somebody way over 50 showing up, it's a very difficult situation. Right. You want to be nice, you just don't know what to say. So if you're a thousand percent authentic, nobody can question you. No, And, exactly. and nobody can hate on you for it. And it helps you find the right partner. Exactly. Be you. You do you. All right. That's a <laughs> mantra for life. All right, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. Love dating, romance, relationships. Simon Marcel, our Angie, French romantic. And Angie Taylor, our beautiful American realist. Oh, well, you're so you nice. You keep me real when I go too romantic. I try to keep it real. Some people around here don't like to keep it real, but we won't talk about them right now. So listen, <laughs> before um, I came into the show tonight... In Bed with Simon was on the FYI Thank channel. You. Yes. I love that show. My husband loves that show too. Mm-hmm. And um, it's you basically doing what you do on the rendezvous on As- TV. Yeah, asking questions to couples and singles sometimes, uh, but in a king size bed in a mall. With so clothes I- on. Yes, in- indeed. And then we ask very direct questions mm-hmm. to couples and usually how well they know each other or this or that. It's a lot of fun. In Bed with Simon, FYI. I, I love it. And so every time I see the show, I'm, I'm thinking how great these questions are for the rendezvous for our audience because it's exactly what you do but on TV. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how this happened. I think it's Jill's fault. I'm going to blame Jill, our executive producer. I don't know how it happened, but suddenly my husband is a weekly segment um, correspondent on your In Bed with Simon because you do ask couples and I always love your questions and now I guess I'm in the hot seat with my husband every week. Well, exactly. This. To be in bed with Simon, you have to be usually two, right? So uh-huh. unless we do special singles. So I'm so glad Jason can join us because otherwise it would be just your perspective and that would not be fair to him in case you're not seeing exactly what's going down. Well, so I'm honest all the time, <laughs> and I just want to say... It's yeah, that's true. You are. I know you're French, and you pushing this menage a trois between my husband and I and you, it's a lot, but we'll do it on the air. Is that going to be enough for you uh, if, if we do it, it on the air? It's plenty enough. I have some questions. Okay, great. When we come back, my husband Jason will be here. We are on the hot seat for these relationship questions. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the newlywed game. Like, how well do you know your spouse? Like, what will they answer? What will you answer? Stay tuned. Next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight. This is Simon and Angie, love dating, romance, relationships. Simon Marcel, our French romantic, has a show, a TV show. You are a TV print, an OK magazine. You are on the radio. Mm -hmm. You're all over the place. You're like the J-Lo of love, (laughs) Um, which J-Lo would be like, that's me. I'm love. But um, your show is always on Tuesday nights. I always watch it before I come into the show, Mm -hmm. like I did tonight. And now every week on Tuesdays, it becomes the Jason and Angie answer in the hot seat family relationship question show. Yes. So my husband, Jason, is here. Hi, babe. Hey, what's happening? Bonjour, Jason. Welcome to the rendezvous. Thank you. We are going to do a little uh, in bed with Simon with uh, Angie and Jason right now. So here's how it's going to work. Um, I'm going to ask each of you questions. Angie, I'll start with you and then okay. Jason can react and then I'll go to Jason. You guys ready? Angie, yes. ready? Jason? I'm, I'm ready. I'm very honest yes, and I'm very let's ready. Let's do it. All right, Angie, question number one for you. <laughs> yes. What's Jason's favorite food? What's his favorite food? Yes. <laughs> that changes all the time, I will say. Because he has all these different dietary restrictions. Today I'm gluten free. Next week I'm no more carbs. What's his favorite food? Um, his favorite food, I would say, is my salmon dish that I screwed up the other night. Jason, true? Yeah, I mean, I love her salmon, but it's not my favorite. Uh, my favorite food is. Oh, you got some other salmon either. you like better? 
pizza or sushi. Oh. Angie, you don't know that? Well, I don't make sushi. Well, I didn't say what you make. I said it's favorite food. So. Oh, well, so unless you... I make it, it shouldn't be his favorite. Right. Well, uh, all right, right, but it's not the, if it's not the one thing she makes, then it... Oh. Uh, all right, but let's see how well you know Angie, your wife. What's her favorite food? Cheese. Oh, man. True? I do love cheese. It's not a food, though. Is it? It's not like a meal. Come on, guys. I love cheese. I do. I'm a cheese addict, and I'm not supposed to eat it. I don't have the lactose capabilities for cheese, but I love it. Is that your favorite food? Yes. No, wine is my favorite food. No, Jason's food. Lying. We didn't say drinks. We said oh, food. Oh, okay, food. Um, probably uh, Italian. Anything Italian. Pasta. So it's not cheese? B- well, oh, pasta with cheese on it. All right. Let, let's, let's, <laughs> and a glass of wine. You're, you're driving me crazy. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, well, now you know Angie, how he feels. Yes, stay focused. Yes, yes. What was you wearing the first time you met? The first time we... Okay, so this is hard. The first time our, we met or our first date? I know what he was wearing the first date. Uh, okay, for, okay, Because we fine. met like 20 years ago, it feels like. So the first, first time, date. the first date, he had on a white button-up shirt. He had on a gray vest. It was our first date in Las Vegas. All right, let's see if Jason can... First of all, Jason, is that true? Is that what you were wearing? You were wearing? It, 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 yes, it's true. Angie was wearing like a very like, um, like a nude, not quite a nude color, but like a beige kind of sparkly dress. Yeah. It sounds really cha-cha when you're saying it. But it was very understated. It was gold. It was like like a gold color, like a yellowish, sparkly kind of color dress. Is that, I remember it, it well because I have the picture. Uh, yeah, and we were office. in Vegas, so I was a little bit more cha-cha than I am in my day-to-day life. So, okay, Angie, key question about the same thing. What do you remember, the first thing that comes to your mind about that first date? I remember specifically, and like I knew what you were going to ask me, and it's the first thing that came to my mind. I remember sitting down to dinner with my husband because we were with a couple, Mm -hmm. another couple that we both know, and my husband pulled my chair very close to him because I was a little too far away, and I thought, (laughs) ooh, he likes me. It, It made my heart skip, and I had butterflies. You remember that, Jason? I do remember that, but I re- what I remember the most is at one point in the night telling her that, uh, you know I'm going to marry you, right? And uh, she, that, said, yes. she looked at me very definitely and said, yes, I do know that. That wow. wasn't at that date, though. That was later on, like later, later club, like um, casino. But, that well, I mean, if we're talking about the entire night, of course, that was the most like amazing thing I've ever heard. And if anybody well, you can't else, your answer, Angie. no, I'm not changing. I'm, I'm telling <laughs> I mean, you everything. Angie. Listen, I remember that night, front to back, minute by minute, second by second. I remember everything about just, it. Just don't, don't, don't beat around the bush. I mean, he, oh you know, he got a better answer than you on See? this one. Oh, better answer than me. <laughs> now it's a contest. Yeah, well, you won this round, Jason. My love. Yeah, this yeah. one. This one is for Jason. <laughs> um, Thank, like you. Thank you. Thank yes. you for playing with us, Jason. Uh, you got it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for Thanks. being on the show. Love you. Please make me something to eat when I get home. Okay, more of the rendezvous <laughs> with Simon and Angie when we come back. Welcome back. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating and romance. Simon, you were asking us some questions. My husband and I actually were just on talking about your in bed with Simon questions, where it's kind of like the newlywed game. I'm so nervous that I don't match up my answers with my husband sometimes. Uh, one of the things he said was, you know, he, and it was very impressive. He said on that first date, mm-hmm. you know I'm going to marry you. And, and, and he did. But I just want to know how you felt on a first date 
listening to him saying that it's so blunt, it is. but also so deep to say to somebody on a first date, you know I'm going to marry you, right? Yeah, I mean, my husband and I were a little bit long distance relationship, and so our whole relationship was all on the phone. He was in L.A., I was in Chicago. So we, you have to imagine... We had hours and hours of deep conversation before we ever had our first date. So I have to say, I was already in love with him before we ever had okay. that first date. Even though I'd seen him before, I knew what he looked like. Like we'd known each other through business for a long time. Right. But now we're on a romantic level. Now we're in our 30s and we know what we want. I'm a single mom. He's been dating around. I had always had a crush on him. We were never single at the same time. So when we had this first date, it was really electric. And I was in love with him already. And so when he said to me later that night, you know I'm going to marry you, right? I just looked at him and said, I know. Any other dude, I would have ran. Yeah, because it's so deep. Right. That I just, on a first day to say that, it's just an extraordinary story. That was in July. We were engaged in January. That's beautiful. Yeah. It, Congrats to you guys. Congrats for being... He's the best. Yeah, I mean... And I, I hear those stories from other people. I'm like, whatever. But it happened to me, so... It did. It'll happen for you if that's what you are willing to your life. All right, more Rendezvous love and romance next. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, and relationships. We take emails all the time. Simonandangie.com. If you have a question that you want us to answer, you need some advice Mm -hmm. on anything going on in your love life, we hope to help you. Yes. Um, Now, Simon, especially with the holidays going on, lots of um, emails about how to handle family, how to handle relationships regarding that. Tensions are high. Emotions are deep. So let's go to this email. It's, It's pretty deep. Um, Simon, this is Arabella. Mm-hmm. I love that name. She listens in Auburn Hills, Michigan on 100.3 WNIC. Hello, Simon and Angie. This will be my first holiday since my boyfriend passed away. And it's been a really hard year for me. All my friends are worried about me. They invited me to their holiday parties and dinners. But I don't want to go. I just want to be alone. And they don't understand. What should I do? Wow. That's very heavy. I mean... I want to talk more about it, Simon. I feel like this happens a lot. Um, I remember when my grandfather passed, my grandmother, they've been married for 50 years. The first holiday away from my grandfather, we forced her to like be into the holiday, be into the parties. Let's all sit for dinner. And all she did was cry. And she was miserable. And I could tell. I could tell she wanted to be anywhere but there. Mm -hmm. So there's a part of me that felt really bad for forcing her into a situation and i felt almost like it was for us to feel better right. about it instead of point. yeah so simon i want to get your advice for arabella when we come back sure when you're dealing with a loss that deep a boyfriend a husband maybe it's a divorce um that can feel like a death um how do you handle that first holiday away next on the rendezvous with simon and angie you are listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight, um, giving you love, romance, dating, and you know, taking emails all the time, simonandangie.com, if you need advice. Um, right now, it's the holiday season, and whatever relationship you're in or not in, the holidays can really amplify mm-hmm. whatever feelings you have. It's like putting a microscope on what's going on mm-hmm. in your life. And we got this email that is... A hard one, Simon from Arabella in Michigan, said this will be my first holiday since my boyfriend passed away. It's been a hard year. You know, her friends are trying to rally around her and make her feel better. They've invited her everywhere. Um, She said she doesn't want to go. 
She's not ready for it yet. She doesn't want to go. I want to be alone. They don't understand. What would you say for Arabella? What message should she send her friends and family that are trying to drag her out? Or should she just suck it up and try to move on and, like, let's have fun and deal with it again tomorrow? What do you think she should do? Well, Arabella, first of all, I'm sorry for your loss. Yes. Uh, and I respect the fact that you want to be left alone. You don't owe anybody any explanation. Um, here's a couple of suggestions of what I would do if I were you. If you don't want to talk, send an, an email to everybody. And that avoids the conversation, the heavy conversation of why we really want you to come. If you don't feel it, don't do it. It really, when it comes to that, the grieving period of, of, of losing a loved one, I think has to be respected. And so you're totally entitled to be left alone. I, I think that a, a nice email to everybody wishing everybody happy holidays, that you want to be left alone. Nobody can contest that. You have the right to be celebrating and you have the right to not be celebrating. You have the right to be, you know, uh, joyful and the right to be sad. That's mm-hmm. part of, of life. So I would do that. I would do an email, Angie. I, I, I agree with you, Simon. I think, you know, everyone grieves differently. It's hard to be in that situation, I'm sure, and I'm so sorry for your loss. I can only assume that your friends are worried that you'll be alone and crying and they have this vision in their head that it's going to be miserable for you and they're trying to lift you up because they love you and they want to be good friends mm-hmm. and that's what they think they're supposed to do. I can also a thousand percent understand the, I want to be alone. You know, if I'm even in a bad mood, I just want to be alone. I can't imagine this situation, how heavy, how deep that is, how many emotions are involved because now you have all these emotions regardless of where you are, they're going to be there. And you feel like if you're around other people, you have to put on some sort of face Mm -hmm. to make them all feel better about what you're going through. When really maybe you just want to sit there and cry or or reminisce or be happy or or look at whatever it is. Um, So I love your friends for trying to be good friends. um, But you have to maybe just tell them, listen, this is my first one. I'm going to be okay." Because that's really what they want to know, is that you're going to be okay. So they, like I said, have this vision that you won't be. I'm going to be okay. Send them a thank you. Bottle of wine to the dinner party that you're not going to be at. Whatever it is. And even tell them, listen, if you're worried, don't worry. If you want to check on me in the morning, go ahead, check on me. I just need this time to myself. Whatever you need to do to get through that, nobody can question it, like Simon said. Everyone has a different way of grieving. Some people want to be around a million people. Some people need to be alone. And you are entitled to your feelings. Privacy is a precious right, Angie. It sure is. So, so you know, really don't feel bad. I, I really want to take the guilt out of this. Yes, because she feels bad and 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 don't feel bad. She's sad enough. She Mm -hmm. doesn't need to feel bad on top of that. Because she knows what her friends are trying to do. And she knows that they are coming from a good place. Um, But you can't let them dictate your grieving process, uh, whatever it is. And who knows? Maybe next year it'll be better. Maybe next year it'll be different. Maybe it'll take a few years. But that's up to you and your path in that process. And nobody can question it. So... So we, we follow your path, follow do what your, you want to do. And follow your intuition, mm-hmm. as always. And, and happy holiday to you, though. Yes, and we wish you the best. I'm sure it's going to be hard. Um, and we're giving you a hug through the radio, Arabella, and it'll be okay. Yes. And hopefully it gets better every day and easier every day. But um, we are here for you anytime. And thanks for sending in the email. Mm-hmm. And happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. Yes. Simon and Angie coming back next on The Rendezvous. 
Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had a great show. If you missed it, please check out simonandangie.com. All the love, dating, romance, relationship, and holiday topics that we had, including online dating, Mm -hmm. do's and don'ts. That was Thea's email about when to respond to a guy after you match. Um, and we also mm-hmm. go into, you know, don't post this. Do post that with your profile picture. Yep. Um, dealing with loss during the holidays, Arabella. Oh, sweet girl. Um, first time without her boyfriend who passed um, over the holidays and tough, the pressures tough. from other people that are putting on her about, come here, let's cheer you up. And she just wants to be alone. That's it. Um, and then in bed with Simon. Your show was on earlier tonight on the FYI channel. And you asked my husband, Jason, and I. Some questions from the In Bed with Simon, and I love that we're the object of your Simon Says. Tonight you guys are, definitely. I said, no matter when it happens, you can't deny the spark of love. Meaning, in the case of Jason and Angie, it was the first date that Jason said, you know I'm going to marry you, right? And I said, I know. And that's what I'm talking about. That's their story. It sounds crazy, but... We just knew. And if it's the first date or the 50th, the spark is the spark. That's it. So that's why it's no matter when it happens. Yes. Ride that spark and see where it goes. All right. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. I also want to let you know at any time, if you want to leave us a voicemail, please do. If you need advice, 855-905-8255. You can also leave a holiday message um, if you want to send a message to a loved one. You know, we're broadcast all over the country, The Rendezvous. Yes. And also on the iHeart app, anywhere in the world. If you have a loved one that you just want to send a message to, we'll deliver it for you. So please mm-hmm. leave that message on our voicemail, 855-905-8255. And until tomorrow, we will chat with you then on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.